Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries! Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or they're going to ask you to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Uh, hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Reese Waters and with me is the indelible Jesse Harley. Ooh, indelible. I'm going to indelible. What does that mean? Is, I can't remember. I just, you get indelible, indelible ink. What does that mean? Making marks that cannot be removed. That sounds like that's me. Sure. <laughs> Not Jesse, even to be forgotten. Once he enters the room, no one can forget. <laughs> Even if they want That's to. what I mean, like. Yeah. So here you go, everybody. This is a this is Jesse's bubbly. Poor excuse a, for ASMR. Blackberry bubbly. Are you done? Can we move on? Oh, hold on. I have a bag, a leather bag with a zipper. Great. Can we move on now? Um Oh, look, some paper. I'm still ready to move on. Uh, Jesse, you, you've been late because you're too busy at the at the gym, pretending to work out and watching butts jiggle, and now we're late. That's right. That's that's the only reason I, I signed up for uh, the gym, was to watch butts jiggle. I know. Any butt. Any yeah, butt. <laughs> Regardless of age or anything, or firmness, he's into it. Yep. Just, just give me those butts, Jesse. I, I got a speak pipe for you. Okay, let's so, hear it. Bring it. Hear the speak pipe. This is this is miraculous. Is this a new speak pipe or this speaker new, from like five months ago? New speak pipe. Okay, this is. Hey guys, I'm Jess from uh, British Columbia. Okay, listener, first time caller, first message, leave a word, whatever. Um, so Jesse, you mentioned doing uh, the Winnebago, Wendigo, whatever. Uh, Never goer episode that um you didn't know if cannibalism was illegal in Canada. Here's some fun fact. Cannibalism itself technically isn't illegal. What is illegal is murder and the gross desecration of a human body. So uh hope that clears some stuff up for you and uh 
of a spooky polar bear. Of a spooky polar bear. I don't know. It was one of the loudest environments anyone's ever recorded to speak pipe. I did hear music and I think and children, children in the background. Yeah, and pets. Um, uh, so thank you so much for leaving that speak pipe. Did she leave an, an Jess, name? Jess, thank you for leaving Jess, the speak pipe. Just so like me. It is not illegal to eat. To cannibalism and illegal, but desecration of a body and uh, oh shit, hey uh, so, desecration of yeah. a body and um, a murder. Ah, so I don't know how you get around that. It's cannibal. That's what I'm wondering. Like, how do you eat a body without counting as desecration? Well, I know. I mean, if they had loop, if they had like a, a team of amazing lawyers, like a corporation looking for tax and regulation loopholes, I'm so, sure they could. Uh, they're Kenny Hotz from Kenny versus Spenny. He did this. He had his own uh, separate show from Kenny versus Penny. Did Are you familiar with Kenny versus Penny? Yeah, you've talked you about Kenny be. versus Penny before. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. never seen it. I oh my god, it's your style it. of humor. I haven't watched it, but no, uh, you've Dude, it's mentioned the funniest it on the show before. It's the you have to you specifically have to watch it. Okay, it's hilarious. It's Nobody very else. funny, and it's like your style of gross humor. Everybody right? else like, ignore. Everybody else ignore this. This is just a recommendation for me. <laughs> but Spenny, uh, Kenny Hotz started a second show called triumph of the will um he was kind of what do you call it triumph of the will triumph triumph of the will yeah jesus like little lady Riefenstahl nazi propaganda movie that's correct yes he's got a thing with hitler i don't really know why (laughs) uh so like he's yeah but his his whole show was like let's see if i can will myself to do things solution (laughs) is that a second book is that is i no that's just what he called the holocaust Oh my god, that's horrifying. Okay, so anyway, we're going off track. Uh, it was all about like him just using willpower to do stuff. And um, one of the episodes was he was going to become uh, a like, I don't think it was the entire episode. I think it might have been, he was going to become a cannibal. He was going to become a cannibal. With, but somebody, he found loopholes around it. Like he got a woman's permission after she gave birth to eat the placenta. Well, some, cultures technically do, some cultures can- do that. Yes, but that is technically cannibalism. I mean, when I cut my you know, finger, as I, is I, eating I like so. I, yeah, that's eat, eat technically the, cannibalism. So he he be, technically became a cannibal in that instant. He fried and cooked and ate on camera a placenta. It was gross, but uh, I think he also ate like toenails and like some dead skin shape. It was really disgusting. But he did it, and he like he's like at the end of the episode, he's like, "Yay, look at me! I'm, I'm fucking I'm a cannibal now." Are, like actually a cannibal. So I it's, really it's don't fancy really this show. I'm sorry. <laughs> the man that's a different show. A that's a different show. Don't plate. don't watch Triumph of the Will. Watch Kenny versus Spenny, where they, where they uh, have the a competition to eats. Yeah, the, eats. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Anyway. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, also, I, I, yeah, I have you a, don't have to watch that one. That's fine. And maybe maybe I'll do Kenny versus Betty. But um, I've got uh, another video. Um, okay. I, w- I want to introduce. This is something I saw on the internet last weekend. And I did post it on our socials. And not everyone saw it. But I wanted to add some extra commentary on you about how stupid. You know, politics is stupid sometimes. And, the, and politicians say stupid things. And you just go, no one's going to like listen what? to that and go this makes so much sense i don't know if you saw this on our social media jesse what are you talking about politicians can say stupid things? they say stupid things that don't make any sense but they're trying to what are an you emotional reaction <sighs> that's what's this? I, I don't think that's true what's up yeah we just enjoyed some incredible freedom right here on the soyuz racetrack so Pierre Polyev drives a race car around a racetrack and then says, I just enjoyed some incredible freedom on this racetrack. <laughs> that is a stupid thing to say. Play it again. Okay. What's up? Yeah. We just enjoyed some incredible freedom right here on the Soyuz racetrack. That's literally it. What a fucking, what a dingus, man. I'm going to enjoy some incredible freedom drinking a bubbly. Well, that was the thing. The tag I put on there was, I'm going to enjoy, how do you enjoy your incredible freedom? Driving on a racetrack, burning <laughs> leaves, or participating in an orgy. Like, incredible freedom. Please I can't leave believe this guy's sp- probably going to be the next prime minister. Like, seriously. I mean, that's, the thing is, it's I disturbing don't, on so he, many levels. He doesn't even buy into what he's saying. But he, <laughs> of but course I, not. I don't... I, 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 I've lived in Canada for five and a half years now. Canadians are sensible people who tend to not like people who, uh, who are full of shit. Um, yet he's super popular, and I can't explain why. Especially when he says stuff like that. Ninety-nine percent of the Canadians I've met would look at that clip and go, "What is he in the wrong? Is he is he fallen south of the border?" And is he? Do you know what I mean? It sounds is a very American kind of thing to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's insane. Like American, He's insane. Like a Republican American thing to say. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Um, is that uh, is this what the show's about? Well, I can talk about that for the next forty minutes for no, sure. No, no, it's not. It's not. I just, I just, <laughs> it just, it made me really angry because I don't like it when politicians treat people like idiots and say stupid That's shit. All politicians, all of them. I know every single one of them. <laughs> which is why I'm continually angry. <laughs> That's how we describe race: the continually angry Welshman. Yeah. Um, continuously. Anyway. Yeah. Continuously angry Welshman. Anyway, so, do you th- uh, is he going to be the next prime minister? Is that what it's looking like? If there's an election tomorrow, that's what it looks like. Millennials love him, as we, as we covered before. So, oh yeah, right. Although we, we <laughs> can all look forward, we can all look forward to the incredible freedom that he's going to bring. I can't us. wait for my incredible freedom. Thanks, Polyev, for my incredible freedom that you're going to bring me. You're right now, my freedom is only not- so-so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's out okay. Of 10, out of ten, is like four and a half but right if it was incredible yeah. if it was incredible like like he showed in that video imagine if your freedom was up to a rating of 10 
as soon as he gets into parliament, he's just going to like get on live TV and start pointing at a live audience like you get a race car. You get a race car. You get a race car. We all get race cars. Incredible freedom. But there should be like they used to have the um, the the terrorist threat level. It was like kind of and what they should do is change that every day to depend on the level of freedom we're experiencing. So like from like that from day, that average day, to the, incredible, the no, from from like from shitty to average to, <laughs> shitty to average to upper mild to incredible freedom. Like a chart, you move on. Like what's the what's the freedom on that freedom level today? That day on the track was incredible, but some days freedom's going to feel shitty. So it's important oh, to measure these funny. nonsensical piles of diarrhea. <laughs> You really are upset. I am upset. <laughs> He's spoon feeding his followers warm diarrhea and they're smiling as he does it. But uh, I mean, true, don't forget, was, true does yeah. it as well, but he does it he does it with uh, with a smile. Falling too. downstairs and a black face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. That's all. <laughs> and then everybody else, all the all the all the people in the middle who are reasonable have just got to go, well, do I hold my nose to this one or that one? Who are you going to choose? It's, it's funny, like, it's around this time where all the liberal parties, you know, the Green Party, the Liberal Party, the NDP, they all, like, want to get in on there, get their own slice of things, so they, div- it's it's just becomes so divisive. It becomes so divisive, and all the liberals, all the people who would normally vote on the left, they're divided. And this is where the right is not divided, and the right just sweeps in and does. They can say whatever the fuck they want right now, as long as the, all the left sides a, are divided amongst three or four parties. Camaro. Yeah, they can drive yeah. a souped-up Camaro <laughs> on a racetrack saying stupid shit. And everyone's like, oh my god, I love it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway warm diarrhea. Anyway. Um, Incredible freedom. This episode, should we talk about you do a content? We've been 10 minutes in of a speak pipe and we've uh, different, different content. Yeah, it was great. It was good stuff. Let's do new I content. I can talk about po- Perrier, Perrier Polyev. Perrier Polyev. <laughs> it's a new flavor. It tastes like, it tastes like <laughs> diarrhea. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, Carbonated diarrhea. <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh my God. If anyone's got a soda stream, I'm so at proud home, of that. Try really. it. <laughs> Ew. Fucking gross. Let us know how it went. Please do not. Leave us a speak pipe. Absolutely do not. Well, send me a can. We'll do some ASMR like Jesse does. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, it could make me barf. And it was my idea. <laughs> my joke. Change, change okay. of pace. This is a historical story. It's it's Canada's last segregated school. That's not a change of pace. We've been doing historical stories for three years. Uh, I mean, from the, the last 10 minutes. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about the gear change historically across the rest of this show's life. Um, what did you so what did you call it? What was Canada's last segregated school. So did did you oh, know that Canada fun. did you know did you know Canada had segregation? I mean I didn't know, no, but it doesn't surprise me. So, I just assumed just, everywhere had segregation for a very long time. It wasn't like the same as like the southern states in the U.S., but they, at times it was at the same time. So, obviously, um, the well, obviously, I didn't know this until I read it. Obviously, now that I know this, uh, previously I didn't. So, Canada's military was segregated uh, and had an all-black battalion in like nineteen sixteen during World War. One, and the armed forces wouldn't let any black volunteers join until 1939. Um, so it's again, hold on. 
You're saying that people have been trying to dodge the draft, avoid going to war for years, and and African-Americans were not allowed to join? No. And this was a problem. Like, well, yeah, people because didn't, be, like, from what I understand, people didn't want to go to war. And there was a whole, like, there was... No, but, but, but at the time, everyone was being told this is like the, this is a call up for of the generation to kind of like save the world. Um, but I mean, I guess there were different mentalities. I think, I think barring black people from doing anything that everyone else can do is always a problem. You know, regardless of whether you believe going to war is good or not, you have the you should I have suppose, the right yeah. to make that yeah, choice. All right, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just I I, su- I made the assumption that like the vast majority of people during World War II did not want to go and die horrifically for, you know, that was just my assumption, but maybe I'm I think wrong. most people did go. I'm wrong about most things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You obviously, you would have, uh, you wouldn't have gone and fought for your freedoms. Incredible freedoms. I absolutely would not have for my incredible freedoms. <laughs> so, you know, the, um, so the, um, <clears throat> Nova Scotia, the province that you have lived a large portion of your life in and that I've settled mm-hmm. in was, is considered kind of one of the most, segregated or had the worst kind of segregation in Canada. In Nova Scotia? Yes. So That's the 40, depressing. The, the individual 48 black communities in Nova Scotia, historical black communities, were typically geographically segregated from the other towns and cities on purpose from from the start. Um, and even like, you know, you must know Viola Desmond. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she, 1946, she was arrested for sitting in the whites-only section of a movie theater in, in Nova Scotia. Amazing. Arrested. And, and there were there were things like housing and apartment rental were segregated. Orphanages were segregated. Hospitals could refuse black physicians and patients. And cemeteries, including one in, um, in Nova Scotia as well, could deny bar- burial rights for black people. They wanted to segregate. Um, them essentially, uh, the 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 lengths at which human beings will go to to secure their place as uh, a true asshole. Is, yeah, exactly. Who yeah, exactly. wants to never to amaze me? Who wants to be the most premium asshole in the world? Um, so anyway, the, the, so several provinces, Ontario, Quebec, and Nova Scotia, had segregated schools, which is kind of what we're talking about today. Um, okay. And it was it wasn't until they kind of passed. The 1977, 1977, which wasn't that long ago, Human Rights Act, a Canadian Human Rights Act, that they ended segregation in schools. However, the last segregated school in Canada hung on in Nova Scotia until 1983. Say that again. The last segregated school in Canada closed its doors in 1983. <clears throat> They closed its doors, but did, were they operating as a segregated school in 1982? Yes. <clears throat> okay, so the school, so I just wanted to confirm, like you said, the school closed, but they were still operating as a segregated school up until the very point of them closing. Yes. That's insane. That's insane. So just, just to put this in perspective, 1983, it was a year before I was born, so it wasn't long ago. I'm incredibly young. Um and also, is the is the year that like National Lampoons? That's the year that came out. Scarface, Risky Business. Um, there's a bunch. Is you know, it's not that long ago. Where was the school? So, Lincolnville in Guysborough County in Nova Scotia. Wow. So, wow. so 
Lincolnville was, uh, was and still is a predominantly African uh, Nova Scotian community is in Guysborough County. And essentially it was settled by freed black slaves in 1784. And the the town is named after President Abraham Lincoln, who obviously freed the, freed the slaves. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm going to try to get ahead of you here. So it's it's it was a predominantly African-American community. African-Canadian. School, African-Canadian. Well, African-American is referencing to like North America, which Canada is a part of. Oh, okay, but, okay, okay, that makes sense. No one says it apart from you, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could say African Canadian. Uh, and this school is uh, was established by African Canadians. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Well, so, so, so this is what I wanted to see if I'm getting ahead of you. So are we talking about like a predominantly black community with a school that was was settled by the black community? And so the segregation is really segregating the whites. <laughs> like you guys get to sit in the back for the first time. No, 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 <laughs> is that what's it. happening? No, no, let me get to it because like it comes down to like zoning and the, the white kind of people drawing the boundaries on who gets to go where. Okay. <clears throat> so I was really, um, I was really kind of hoping there'd be some comeuppance here for, you know, like, no, no, you guys get to sit in the back way in the back this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just flip it. Just flip it. You, you get the day old cafeteria food. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, so what happened was they was they were settled three thousand acres, but apparently the the nice land that they settled on, they were then driven from and moved further inland by the white population, and they were forced to squat on like rocky, barren land, which is now where the community oh, sits today. Oh, hold on. This was in because this also happened in in Halifax. This happened, they, this happened all over Nova Scotia. I, I, I read about this where they're like, like black communities were given rocky terrain to farm with. That was u- practically useless. You can't grow shit yes, in this, yeah, yeah. right? Well, when they were given good yeah. land, they were pushed off by kind of the white people who didn't mm-hmm. want them to have it. So, so it's kind of it's a really small community. Even like thirty years ago, there were three hundred people there. Apparently, there's like less than a hundred now because a lot is mainly seniors as well. A lot of the young people have left. Um, but apparently in, in 1836, um, Nova Scotia, uh, the province, uh, the government essentially said um, they wanted to establish separate schools for blacks or people of color, was as the wording was in the legislation. So in 1870, the Halifax City Council enacted a bylaw to exclude students of African descent from the school system. Wow. So what happened was the the first school in Lincolnville was obviously would have been in people's homes because it was a small rural community. So if you wanted kids to have an education, they would have just ad hoc done it themselves, homeschooling, but without wanting to do it or being privileged enough to have the time and money to do it, if you know what I mean. Right. And then in 1941, they actually built a school and it was a one room that consisted of a stove in the center of the floor, which provided energy and heat to the entire room. Um, I, always thought, I always thought that was kind of cute when I saw photos of one's one room schoolhouses with a tiny little stove in it. And I was like, it's just kind of adorable. It, it, it does sound adorable. I wouldn't say it's a, I mean, there was no like, this didn't sound like a good place to learn. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, like it wasn't from what I understand, that was kind of the norm for a very long time everywhere, wasn't it? Um, I guess so. But when you've got when they were building other schools that didn't have that, that were modern with heating systems. Um, oh, oh, I see. Like if there was a, didn't feel cute. Like, 
No, no, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I thought that was just how schools were built for a very long time. But like, if there were no, no, alternative, was... much better, more advanced <laughs> systems available, then yes, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happened was so the black, so black students in the area continued to be, were well, still barred from attending public schools in the, until the 60s. And as late as 1959, school buses just wouldn't stop to pick them up in their neighborhoods. Oh, my God. Um, and there would be seven formal black school districts and uh, an additional and three additional exclusively black schools in Nova Scotia. So uh, in 1965, a consolidated school was constructed in, in Lincolnville, which was um, designed to encompass. So they built a new school essentially in the 60s. The law times are changing and we need to build them a school. So what they did was they built a school, but they, um, because all of the African Nova Scotian people lived in one community and the white people lived in separate communities with very little intermingling. They essentially drew the boundaries to make sure that the school was segregated. And it was only a school for the, for black kids. Oh my God. Um, And then that's what, that's what happened. Then they, it it operated for nearly um, 20 years as a segregated black school until it was officially closed down and, um, uh, the kids from that school were integrated into the wider school system around them in 1983, which is ridiculous. Amazing. That is ridiculous. That's amazing. But, but the crazy thing is, that's not the only shit that um, Lincolnville had to deal with. Oh, good. There's more. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> so not, not only was it home to Canada's like last segregated school ever, yeah, that it also the um, 
can, can you guess what happened to that community as well? Um, any guesses what the government might have done to that community to make it like when are we talking eighties or like what decade? I'm talking, I'm talking um, probably when was it? Because um, depending on the decade. Well, yeah, it would have been it would have been about um, probably the last forty years, and is ongoing now today. <clears throat> oh, ongoing. The government is doing something to that community for the past forty years, and and is still doing still it. Still doing it. Yeah. Can I get a hint without giving it away? Involves environmental racism. Environmental racism. Environmental racism. Do you want me to help? Okay, do you want me to just tell you? You tell no, yourself no. it not. <laughs> no, this is, I've never heard that term before in my environmental racism. Um, do you want me to give you a little example of environmental racism? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll give you an example for the for the, for the, this actual. Is the example going to be the answer? You're just going to tell me? Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you. So, environmental <laughs> okay. racism in this case is Lincolnville. The, the 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 one of the one of the forty eight historic black communities, the government mm. decides we need to build a landfill. Where should we put this landfill? No fucking way! I oh know. my god! Uh, let's put it one <sighs> kilometer from Lincolnville because oh um, my god, we won't listen to the them. Worst. Um. So, <laughs> fucking so, hell, man. So that's been there for. That's been there for a long time. I think it's been there since like the 50s. Um, and essentially 17 different municipalities. Um, uh, oh, no, sorry. That, that was the, the original one. Then they built a second um, generation one more recently. So this was in the early 2000s. They built a second landfill there, uh, which takes waste from 17 municipalities across Nova Scotia. Wow. Wow. But this wow. isn't this is that's this amazing. isn't this isn't unique though to Lincolnville. Um a 2002 study found that 30% of African Nova Scotians live within 5 kilometers of a dump. They seem to just build the dumps close to the historic black communities in Nova You're Scotia. Shouldn't me. No, like one Fuck third of oh. <laughs> It's just Fucking, insane. You know what these communities need? They need Pierre Polyev as their leader to bring them incredible they, they just, freedom. They just lack distinct incredible freedom. Um, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, so um, James Desmond, one of the residents, has got to say, and he says, waste and race go hand in hand, essentially in Nova Scotia, where, um, yeah. I wonder if there's the, uh, any relation. Waste, waste to, and race. Well, no, it wasn't uh, to Viola. Oh, Desmond. Desmond. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of what you find is there's some very distinct last names amongst Nova Scotian, uh, the Nova Scotia community. My friend, Eddie Carvery III, there's the Carveries are an established family from um, Africa. I'm sorry. Hold on. I have to stop you. You have a friend whose last name is the third? Eddie Carvery. He's the third Eddie Carvery. That's his name. And his son is Eddie Carvery the fourth. It's like a family tradition. No fucking way. Yeah, his That's dad, amazing. His, his, his dad is called Eddie Carvery the second, and his grandfather, Eddie Carvery, is the guy who was like one of the longest held one of the longest protests in Canadian history um in Africville. Is he alive? Can we get him on the show? He is alive. I don't think he, I don't think he's, he's had some health issues recently, but he's um he's a he's an incredibly powerful speaker. Wow. Okay. 
We should. Yeah, you did a, a whole podcast on effort <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was just thinking, like, you know, a lot about this community. It's essentially a whole podcast about environmental racism. So, so essentially, wow. the and so they've opened this second dump in the two thousand, like twenty years ago. They had the second dump open, and they're planning on using it for at least forty-five years. So it's going to be there for another twenty-five years, roughly. I'm I'm wondering, and this is me playing devil's advocate as I like to do. Um, I'm wondering, obviously, when the dump started, it was clear racism when they were like, where can we put this dump? We'll put it here. But in order to put the dump there, they need to own a certain amount of land to do it. So they did it. And then I'm wondering if that was the racist sort of move cut to 40 years later, you know, where it's a whole new set of people running a set of companies or, you know, establishment or whatever. And then they're like, let's just continue putting dumps next to where we have dumps currently. And it's not like a racist propelled move. You know what I mean? It's more like a business. Like where do we have dumps? Okay. That's where we put dumps sort of thing. Like it started with yeah. racism. Is it maybe not continuing with racism? You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just, I, I mean, I, I know, but at the same time, like, Okay, well, I'll put it in, the, put it in this context. There's a, there's a possible link between contaminants and high rates of cancer and asthma and other illnesses in the community. That's horrible. Um, and also there's a psychological and social impact because you have bad smells, you have bird waste, increased traffic, um, bears, raccoons, skunks because of the waste. Um, and also um, in hazardous methods are used there to to dispose of things but also the 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 impact it has on your community you're known as the landfill community it doesn't there's no like oh no i'm not with tourism and things no, so no, i think if, you misunderstand i'm not arguing in favor of landfills are horrible my point is that so if if a new government comes in and goes this landfill historically was built one kilometer from this community it will be 30% cheaper to keep just open one, another one there. Um, hmm. It's like if, if they, if they rebuild, that's, they that's build, basically my, my argument is that like they, the people who are in charge now are probably being influenced by greed uh, like yes, yeah, by yeah. money exactly. and cheapness and greed and, and not like driven by pure racism. Like we must put it in this no, community no, exactly. specifically. It's just like, we're going to save no, a but buck. If, but, it, you know. but if a road is dangerous, then they might completely mm -hmm. change the shape of the direction of that road or rebuild the road because people keep dying on it. So if, if, if someone's, you know, done this and built a landfill next to this kind mm -hmm. of community, then is within the government's like power to go, do you know what? We're going to close this. We're going to re-landscape the land. We're going to seal it all off. We're going to treat the environmental issues and we'll find you, somewhere else to do it. Are are you asking our government to, <laughs> to think about other people instead of themselves? This is, I need to write this down. That's a good idea, Reese. No, Think that, about that kind other of, this people. Is Don't. What? It's a dangerous idea. Just try and forget. Everyone, try and forget it. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I, I, so Lincolnville. I want to go to Lincolnville. It's, it's only there a, was a, an hour or so drive away. So I, I want to go. We should do a road trip. We should do a road trip. Yeah. And there was there was a thought uh, something that I heard a long time ago about uh, landfills and what some communities are choosing to do with it, which is they because like. You can't recycle everything. In fact, I read something. I saw a, a video recently. I don't know if it's true or not about how uh, there's a myth behind recycling plastics and you can only really re recycle 
10% of plastics that everyone is putting into the recycling bin. And so the 90% of recycled plastics are just going into a fucking landfill. And the oil and gas companies are the ones that have promoted recycling plastic the most to make us think that the plastic problem is now in our hands and not theirs. And it's like, it sounds like a conspiracy theory. I don't know, but like it could also be very true because those companies are incredibly evil. Anyway, cut to landfills, which are, we don't have a great solution for these things. Obviously recycling isn't working great. Uh, Burning them, horrible idea. So some someone came up with a grand idea of like creating this giant hole in the ground, filling it with concrete, putting all the tra- massive amounts of trash uh, into this hole, compacting it, filling it with more concrete and then building a giant park around it on over top of it. And apparently like it'll stay down there and kind of compost over millions of years without actually damaging the environment around it. And now you've got the money because you've basically bought and garbage off of, you know, municipalities who will gladly let you take it off their hands for, you know, some money. And now you've got money to build a park. And so I'm like, I just, I love, well, do you know what? I, I grew up in like a subdivision or houses estate, as you call it in the UK, that was built on a former landfill site. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, was the garbage still there like, or? Like buried underground? No, well, yeah, it was it was buried underground, and we had like there was a football pitch and a rugby field and a playground and houses all built on top of it. So they buried it down. But the weird thing was, mm. even and I don't know if it still happens now. When I was a kid, like decades after the landfill was long gone, seagulls still came back and landed everywhere, even though we were kind of inland, oh. and it was a good 30, 40 minute drive to the coast. The seagulls still came back, even though. That would have been generational kind of data wonder, passed on down through seasons. I wonder why that is. I wonder if there's like a sense or smell they can smell or if it was just genetically passed down as like, this is where all the food was. Yeah, they're was. like, hey, we used to go here for a snack. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Wow. So again, not yeah. a great anyway. solution for garbage and landfills, but better than what we currently have, no. which is horrible and destroying communities. And like, I mean, like. I, do you want to know my solution? Yeah, please. Hand cupping. So we should only be allowed to eat things and bring things from the supermarket that we can cap our hands with. Like, hey, uh, I'd like some Coca-Cola. And they just pour it in your hands. And you're just going to try and drink it and run home. And then there's no waste. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, hand, hand cupping. cupping. <laughs> Hello, I'd like some baked beans. <laughs> Would you like some Coca-Cola with that? Yes, please. Like, just people running down the street dripping as they go. <laughs> one hand one hand with baked beans the other hand with coca-cola yeah it's exactly. <laughs> a great idea Reese. i love it no more landfills hand cupping no more landfills hand cupping how to, my, how to save the world yes i will be the president of the green party thank you <laughs> come around children let me tell you how i saved the world go Cup some soda from the fountain and sip, lap at it like a dog from your hands while I tell you the story. You don't use any products, Uncle Reese? No products? None. None whatsoever. <laughs> Not even toilet paper? No. Excuse me while I go to the bathroom no. and handcuff my way out to freedom. Incredible freedom. Hi. Do you know what? Best way to best way to saves water, saves everything. Like a, a high pressure air compressor just to blast your, your, the high um, pressured air after you. Just like just blast the shit all over the place. Just that's a great idea. No, just down the bowl. You blast it away. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because everyone's got great aim holding a pneumatic air gun behind them onto their ass. Yeah. (laughs) Well, be be careful, or you're inflate yourself like a tire. 
I have all the, I have all the answers. I have all You're the answers. doing it wrong. <laughs> cool. Well, it's just been fun. Um, <laughs> in, con- in, in conclusion, mm. people Don't be are still dealing with people are still dealing with the shitty segregation of the past in their day to day lives, yep. and uh, no one no one's willing to stick their head up and do anything about it with who can. So. Um, yeah, well done, well done, Nova Scotia. See, that would be. I wonder. So that's interesting. I don't know anything about um, the the politics, uh, the, the concept of like buying garbage from a municipality. I know it's possible. I know you can do it, and they will pay you to take garbage away. What if these tree crowdfund to buy a ton of garbage from New Brunswick and then use it to buy land? And then build parks and build farmland. Fuck it, build farmland. Build better farmland in these. No, no, you can't. You can't. The first house me and my wife bought, and she is real. Um, was um, <laughs> I get to meet her? A, I don't believe a, believe this at all. A, <laughs> this uh, is some very very convincing from? Photoshop. Where did the kids come from? I haven't met them either. <laughs> okay. so, anyway, um, Reese's imaginary family, the, um, all AI based. <laughs> My first house, new, new new home built, um, didn't need a deposit. Tony Blair's socialist kind of center left leaning government help first time buyers help government help help buy homes without deposits if you couldn't afford to save up for one. Amazing. And um, we um, uh, we couldn't grow vegetables because it was a an old paint factory it was and there were so many dangerous chemicals in the ground. We weren't allowed to oh, wow. plant anything in the ground that we planned to eat. So wow, that's it's quite common. Quite common in the UK. Oh yeah, they call it brownfield sites where they take old factories and landfills, they flatten it and they build houses on there, and they go, "Hey, you could live here. Just just be a little bit careful where you eat off the ground." Wow, fuck this world disappoints me in so many levels. Just like <laughs> so 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 many levels. So what I'll do is I can't find the link now, but I'll put in the show notes a link to a, a community petition that they've got um, to try and essentially uh, uh, get the government to change their policy on the landfill for the people of Lincolnville. That's a great idea. And if you yeah. want to learn more about uh, this community, Reese has his own uh, like limited series podcast not, not this, that he produced. Not this community. Africville was a different community. Oh, was okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was, yeah. I thought we were talking about Africville. If you uh, if you search okay. Africville forever, where you get your wherever you get your podcasts, you'll learn all about the environmental racism of Nova Scotia in the twentieth and bleeding into the twenty first century. That's what you want to hear about on a podcast, a comedy podcast. More really, really, really depressing shit. But then I did bring it up, so it's on me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Education, bye, yay! Bye, 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 bye. bye. <laughs> sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 